to episode 437 of the Steel Cage Podcast. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as the Bro Derek, and I am joined by the challengers to the 11-time tag team champions. On my left, he's the phenomenal one and currently registered as a tag team. He is the Neo X. Oh, here we go. That's the hand sign. Hello. We're live on, on Twitch at my Twitch channel. This is the first thing to, this is the first time it's come out. So hopefully you guys, hopefully you two viewers out there enjoy this show. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible. Let us, who, who's on, some people are watching already? Amazing. Yeah. According yeah. to the stream thingy, yeah. it says two. Hello, friends. That's, that is, uh, that is intimidating. Well, on my right. I don't uh, want to do this anymore. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I don't like, I, I, I only do shows that are recorded and can be edited. Uh, on my right, it's Neo's heavy, rocking a turtleneck and a fabulous gold chain. It's Uncle Beak. Oh, man. You know what? I am a Colossus, so I appreciate that introduction. How the hell are you, Derek? I am fantastic, Beak. Bro, How are Derek. you, my friend? Doing good. Uh, I got myself a smoothie. Oh, nice. Nice. What's, what kind what's of smoothie in that smoothie? I have a combination of peaches, uh, pineapple, strawberries, a little probiotics, some black cherry, and some limeade does it have 100 milligrams of thc in it that's the not question. this time friends i'm trying to keep this podcast together <laughs> all right on the twitch stream we're gonna do it straight yep uh well plaid is big in the wwe am i am i wrong i, I mean, mean should we, we should all be wearing plaid i know it's st patrick's day but we sh maybe we should all be wearing green plaid i don't know it's it's monday night hurt business i tell you what so yeah it's right plaid, sir. plaid is in Plaid is in. Mm. Um, I'm up in the Pacific Northwest. Plaid is pretty much a requisite part of your ensemble. Oh, so yes. uh, let me head to the closet. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, well, your your Daniel Bryan is doing big things on SmackDown, and the Hurt Business had uh, their tag team championships taken from them on a very early match on this week's episode of Raw. Uh, but a lot of fun things going on in WWE. That upset I don't know. Me. What do you guys? Yeah, let's talk about that because I felt like, as we discussed last week, that, you know, the Hurt Business was, I don't know. I, I Should be. Was, should be and was a case for something that was working right and it felt like they were being, you know, basically rewarded for that by being champions. It felt right for the exactly. faction to have as much gold as they did. More and prestige. it didn't last very long. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think for sure, like they needed more prestige. I said it exactly th that, like they should not have lost any titles until Mania, maybe Fastlane. It's literally like next week. I mean, come on, you want to lose it on a random ass Friday? Seems or like Monday, a weird, or Monday, yeah, Monday, right? Like, yeah. yeah, it seemed like a weird move. Like, don't get me wrong. Again, it goes to the new days, so they're they're splitting they're splitting my feelings here. Yeah. I'm never going to be mad about a new day tag team championship victory. I'm but always going to be excited. It's redundant. It it's redundant it's at this point. But it's redundant. Correct. The only, no, it, that's the only issue I have with it. I own, the only reason I think they could possibly do it is everyone likes the Hurt Business. We know that. So maybe they're just going to have them win those titles back at WrestleMania. Then we have all those guys standing high with gold at the end of the night. 
okay See, and that was that's smart that okay. furthered my problem by the way i just want to say like i assumed that that's what that's we where it's going yeah. after that they yeah. won and then we immediately had aj styles and uh you know uh omas show up i was terrible and, terrible well no it seems like they are I don't know. It seems it seems like it would be smart to put it on them, right? Like they the the new day asked if they were registered as a tag team, which is a very good question. And I think that if they like, are do they get a move, do they get a card? Maybe yes. Like, it's a laminated yeah, manager, card. Managers have to get registered. That you have to have That's a manager's license. Correct. That makes That's sense. right. I have a manager license. He's right. I'm managered in six states. <laughs> You're managered. I'm managered up. <laughs> yes, I nice. am. Yeah. I had to pass the manager exam. It would be so much fun to see Omos and AJ with the titles. I agree 100%. That'd be a lot of fun. But maybe it's a quick drop to the Hermes. I don't know. I just want to see the the guys with the cool gold shirts with the cool gold belts you know i i think that's the thing it's, i have gold belts indeed i have all sorts of feelings about it because i'm excited about aj and omos being like a tag team challenger and, mm. and a challenger for the belt i'm excited about the new day winning and i'm kind of upset about the hurt business not retaining it doesn't feel like the <laughs> new day needed it right like it felt like they could have beat the new day and had AJ and them challenge him. It's just the old adage that it had to be face versus heel, and it couldn't be essentially heel versus heel with AJ and Omos versus the Hurt Business, right? I, aren't the Hurt Business like your typical tweener at this point? Like, are they aren't they the chaotic or the evil neutral? Like, chaotic good, chaotic good. Okay, I don't know how that stuff works out anyway. Apologies for even going for that reference. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, seriously. Oh, get out of good, my guy. The, I don't know, man. It, it's weird because it is a situation where totally redundant with the New Day and the other two options are more fun. But, I don't know. Do you think Omos is going to get his first title with the, the tag team titles? Stranger things have happened. I mean, this this title is so disrespected that Braun won it with a, with a 10-year-old boy at, at Mania. Correct. Right. All right. Yes. The other the other thing to consider is this is ba- this is probably going to be Omos's like WrestleMania debut. Like, do you feel like they're going to show him fight at all from here to Mania? And is it going to live up to the high expectations that Shaq set? <laughs> <laughs> Did he use? I, I'm he doubtful of that. Fu? Was there any Shaq Fu used? Oh no, man! But I'm sick. I'm my thing is Shaq's older than him, right? Like Shaq put his body on the line. I'm gonna need Omos to go hard in the paint. You know what I mean? I'm gonna need him to show me something at WrestleMania, especially if that's where his first match is gonna be, right? Yeah. I mean, is is this happening at Fastlane though? Like, no, I think they're happening at Fastlane. Fastlane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Mania. Oh, I hate Fastlane. Mania. I hate. Mania. I hate. That's- are, no, we're the, in the fast lane. We are no, in the fast lane right now. No, 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 no. But they've already said on that show that Amos and AJ are going to take on the New Day at Mania. Give it a googs. I don't like, know what's happening. Like, why anymore. are they booking Mania before fast lane? That's what I think. I don't think they did. I think this particular uh, match is set for the next pay per view fast lane, and then we'll see what the fallout is after that. Well, okay, and and Double- you bring up a. You bring up a really good point, Neo. This is the reason why I really like what SmackDown has been doing, not to change direction too vastly, but 
SmackDown has been addressing that exact kind of subject, right? It's something that WWE doesn't really want to address too much in the past because they at one point added all of these additional pay-per-views due to the fact that uh, they had the two shows, right? And they had the specific tag team or they had the specific uh, pay-per-views to the shows. Now they don't have the specific pay-per-views, but they kept all of the additional shows. And there's just all of this, like, I can't believe we went from a point in my life where Royal Rumble was the pay-per-view before WrestleMania. And now we have two extra shows squeezed in between that. It almost makes the entire Royal Rumble main event seem ridiculous. SmackDown has done a great job of addressing that and addressing all of the potential fallout that could happen, especially when someone like Edge has a very particular plan in place that can't be screwed up. It's a formula. It's a it's a it's 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 very specific and he does not like Daniel Bryan messing with his plans. Well, it does appear that Neo is is correct though to to validate him. Yes, it is a oh, match yeah. that will be happening at <laughs> WrestleMania 37 AJ Styles and Omos versus the New Day. Already happening. Forget whatever is happening at Fastlane. That's inconsequential. So, I have right to WrestleMania that's the thing like they're just so disrespectful to the to the tag titles like well I, who who is the uh who, who, are the, who are the smackdown tag team champions who the fuck are they isn't it dolph ziggler and bobby Roode? that that's how what is their tag team name again the, the <laughs> dirty dogs or some shit the dirty dogs <laughs> the dirty dogs i was remembering yes well damn oh that's I thing. don't even hate them. You know why I don't hate them? Because at the very least, they've completely embraced the tag team, you know, that they are, right? Like, they, they, you could say it's stupid or whatever, but they're fucking going full force with it, and they they're are the tag great, team champions. They're both great professional wrestlers. I just right. have a hard time finding interest in those two guys. But you're right. They are freaking going for it, and that's all you can ask for. And Dolph Ziggler is always one to really give everything, everything. You know what I mean? That's basically. I wasn't. I, I wouldn't have been in a million years expected them to turn Otis heel, right? <laughs> but they've done that. That was. And I credit SmackDown with the fact that they what are they are... called the Alpha Club or. or... <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Uh, uh, where's Tucker? You know, that's what I call him. Where's Tucky? Tucky, Tucky, Tucky. It's Where? like they just f- figured out a way to eliminate that guy from this equation uh, with the you know what? money in the bank belt or the briefcase, briefcase, and he's gone, and it doesn't matter now. He's a tag team If, if I could have booked that sh- uh, that group a little bit differently, I would have just brought back Jason Jordan just to have him as a trainer. He, he still has a good wrestling. Water boy, he's carrying the towel Something, for him. Yeah. You know? Well, isn't isn't he uh he's like he's an, an agent, agent right yeah. yeah so like yeah but like you know non-physical he, role he doesn't have to get bumped yeah right. like i i thought you know because if if chad who's no longer shorty g by the way who who, who remembers that um if chad is here training otis me i fucking remember it and i hated every single day of it by the you way know? Shorty so, G. so if he's training oh. otis you should have brought back jason jordan make it a thing maybe like a special guest thing with like her uh kurt angle who knows like the sky's the limit but 
it just goes to show you it's like the funnest funnest stable in forever yes <laughs> <laughs> i like how neo just casually threw that together and i was like yes i want to watch all of that everything you just said why not yeah no no you're right though i mean it doesn't it, it's it's it, it's a better use of the agents you know in general i like what they've done with you know adam pierce and some of the other guys uh pat but i'm i'm 100 convinced that pack buck is actually jeremy jam from parks and recreation not sure if you're familiar familiar but i'm 100 percent yeah. sure that he is jeremy jam i'm just saying you got jammed but, yeah, you got, you got jam that's why i feel like he says to nye every time they have an interaction hey uh but they i i don't know they they've, they've done a better job of of use using them they have a great you know kind of historic lineup of guys back there and there's a lot of use that okay. they could provide as an on-screen role I, I just think that at times they don't want to go that same route aw meanwhile wait like, I, I, utilizes we, a bunch before, of people before go we ahead. switch gears i'm so sorry no i'm, I'm not changing shows I'm okay but talking about utilization how mad are you that andrade is not being utilized mm -hmm. And he asked for his release, and he didn't fucking get it. That's well, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised he didn't get his release. How um, bullshit is that, though? The entire situation is bullshit because we we have no information to confirm that it's all directly tied to Zelina, but it, it feels like it is. It feels like everybody in Zelina's orbit somehow got punished for what happened with her. We've also heard that Alistair Black, uh, it will basically remain in catering until his contract runs out. This is a ridiculous, petty-ass use of two of the most talented guys that they have on the roster. Especially with Andrade, a guy who, along with uh, the Herb business, like they relied so much on through the pandemic. Like seriously, that group was the no those two kidding. groups were the focal point of Raw. No kidding. The majority of the pandemic before they got things somewhat figured out. Uh yeah, Andrade is too good. I he even with the mask on he was amazing. Like La Sombra was one of the coolest luchadors ever and that's what the people were expecting to get. And they went with this version without the mask. And I some, think some Playboy guy. Yeah. In the beginning. Initially, yeah, it was weird, but they they fine-tuned that gimmick and it was great. Like they got the mouthpiece and they just threw it away over something incredibly petty. And it's not shocking at all. Like, so I'm I mean, no one's surprised by any means, but ridiculous. Like they have such a better opportunity by actually utilizing their separate entities to actually make these gimmicks bigger. To elevate it. Absurd. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 it breaks my heart that he took the time to trademark like La Sombra to, to, to trademark, you know, El Idolo. I think there was news that, uh, you know, Charlotte Flair trademarked Ashley Flair as well, you know, because there was talks about both of them jumping ship. That would be the, one of the most exciting things it to would happen be in professional wrestling most... in the longest time. I know it's ridiculous to say, but exactly, those two jumping man. ship. Do you think, Derek, been... how huge would that be? No, it'd be gigantic, man. I mean, it's it's less of him and more of her, right? Like she yeah. is, 
She is the golden child of the women's division. They she's have WWE thoroughbred. Like she there's literally right nothing up. more she can do there, though. Like, like the only if she really wants to change wrestling, like her going and jumping ship and maybe going to AEW. I know this is all speculation. She'd never do that. But <laughs> imagine, imagine how great that him or her as his mouthpiece and him as her heater. Like it works so fucking well. Here's the thing, I can see that happening because like you said she's accomplished everything that you possibly could mm -hmm. once you start taking things like money and stuff out of the equation where you don't necessarily need that money anymore yep. or you know you can make that money somewhere else similar money maybe not as much but eh, especially with knowing how un unhappy her spouse is like i know they're not married <sighs> yet but unhappy he is like a company that's got him under his thumb over a decision, possibly again, we're speculating possibly, a decision yeah. his friend made. It's so fucking absurd. I'm just gonna say this I bought my wife a new refrigerator, a new microwave, a new oven, and a new uh dishwasher. They all match, and my <laughs> life has never been happier, right? So, yeah. I'm just saying sometimes it's 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 legitimately about making your spouse happy so that and, and being together. So that the two of you are happy, right? Plus, it's There's also one of the biggest news stories that could ever happen in wrestling. Like, why would you no, not yeah, want to be part of It would be it's gigantic. It, it would right? eclipse the, like the the list that Cody made like years ago. It'd be like like on that level. The entire wrestling world would be on fire. And I'm not sure if you guys are staying up to date with like ROH, but he could easily go to ROH and just complete. Oh, La just Faccion, slip right in, yeah, yeah, with La Facción Ingobernable with his homeboy Roosh. Dragon Lee, you know, uh, uh, I think Kenny King is in there. And they Dude, their new have, logo is pretty dope. It's so way. fucking rad. Yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a twist on Los Ingobernables, but like. That's a little bit more I of a hopeful booking for Neo's part. But I really feel like, I want again, I I <laughs> get what me. you're saying. <laughs> it's got to be most likely where but the dude, money is, right? Though, right? But it's got to be the AEW. But think about it like this. They could even do Impact. Because Impact has a pretty fire women's division, also. Imagine Charlotte Flair versus like Jordan Grace. Or but if like, she's a part of AEW, they can do that with this yeah. Forbidden right. Door. And then the right. Forbidden Door in Japan. Right. The Forbidden Door is. God, open. I love the Forbidden Door. There's a there's a door wedge in there. Someone dropped their fedora off on the doorknob. It's fantastic. <laughs> now I will say that AEW did something tonight that was mind blowing to me, which was put on a women's main no, event women. match that just was absolute fire and again wwe's done this before um aw has at times been criticized for you know their women's division for their lack of diversity at times and things that they essentially promised early on before the uh show even existed that they would kind of fulfill it in in the wrestling televised wrestling world right uh i compared this at times like i told my wife to like your friends saying that they have a talking dog <laughs> and then you come over and the dog doesn't talk and you're like i don't know why i'm disappointed but you fucking told me the dog talked and now i expected <laughs> to see a talking dog right the reason why i say this oh, is because aw set those expectations for us it's not like people were just like oh this new promotion exists and it's going to be more diverse 
and it's going to feature you know women more heavily it was things they said at their yeah. initial press conference so they set that expectation and then when you watch their show and they don't have the same diversity when jim ross is literally saying look at this group you know the forced horsemen you know he's like look at this group <laughs> look at this diversity and it's just a bunch of white dudes like white it was incredible males. to me mm-hmm. it was incredible right but then yeah, but you had like over. alabaster white you had one guy oh. with eggshell oh yeah uh, one so guy with many different shades of white I don't so, know yeah. if Cope's white. I, I run they, out of. I'm not my great wife, at improv. Somebody my was wife a mother, pointed out like a mother they of have, pearl. They have there different hair colors. Did you I know, say they have different hair already? colors. Yes, you said eggshell <laughs> twice. Uh, but then at the same time, you know, you flip to the end of the show, and AEW just had this amazing women's match <sighs> between Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker that I I'd say is right up there with a lot of legendary uh, hardcore matches that we've seen on TV. Uh, I wouldn't even say TV, right? I would more likely say uh, the kind of hardcore matches we'd see on a pay-per-view from from some show, right? How much I put over the hardcore match that Kenny Omega and John Moxley had. The, I I was talking out my ass. This was fucking incredible. It dwarfed like yeah, the 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 women in their lights out unsanctioned match, dude. It is. I love that gimmick, by the way. Like, well, and I I didn't know what it was going to be, and I thought it was going to maybe be something stupid. And then when I saw, you know, that it was just what it was, like, I was like, oh, shit, this is badass, right? Uh, though I did want, like, I don't know if anybody else wanted this, but when Britt Baker turned over a basket of thumbtacks, I kind of wanted it to be baggy. like, I wanted it to be like teeth. Ew! <laughs> Danhausen's gimmick, bro. Or like, I was thinking like retainers. Retainers would be awesome. Like she just dumped out a bunch of retainers. Or hilariously, like she tries to embed tongue depressors in her forehead. Yeah, yeah, that would be. Dude, Britt Baker, absolute legend in the game, it man. Like I she, mean, it looked like she took a chunk, like right out of her fucking skull, dude. I don't it understand what happened. So there. gnarly. I have to fully yeah. admit, I was not on board initially, but this is. She before this time won me over, but now I'm totally sold on Britt Baker. You can, uh, can you guys see the share screen? Just yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah it's oh yeah. We're we're taking a look at it. It's Dude, these brutal, ladies, brutal. These women, these warriors, like they just beat the living dog shit out of each other. It yeah, was Thunder Rosa. Amount, I've, she's always been tough, but right, this is really something. The Man. amount of thumbtacks that they both had in their backs when they were going for that final spot through the back or through the table uh crazy crazy and they kept like, like rolling the pin over still in the thumb yes on the thumbtacks like, yeah, in the thumbtacks like, like you don't have it. to like we're all cool you don't have to do that <laughs> you guys are, are look at that she's biting the like the ugh, that, there's covid out there <laughs> oh yeah all the covid <laughs> Shit. oh like, oh, yeah, we all complained about the jobs women. that got broken. Two people get COVID. We're like, oh shit, for a wrestling match, James. No. <laughs> yeah, like this, the, the match in itself was just brutal from start to finish. Tremendous. I, I, I thought Rebel was gonna be more involved, and I thought, well, this is probably gonna be a shit match. But when she like, when she sidelined, um, ha- like oh, more than half the match. Let's just be honest, like you know, it was a great match between these two. It it they did stuff like I've never even seen like men do you know i think oh yeah what's the uh hold on let me it was it was one of those situations where they were definitely trying to make something 
incredible happened. They, they, they realized what platform they had, and yeah, they were they were going to go all out. Absolutely, I I give a lot of things right to here. The freaking power bomb, goodness, in the power bomb into the thumbtacks. I give Thunder Rosa so much credit because I felt like she brought a different dynamic to NWA oh, when I oh saw her there. My God, dude, that looks beautiful. I've, I've been a huge fan of hers for years. I mean, oh, for sure. me and my daughter went and saw her when my daughter was really little God. at a Lucha show here in Phoenix in a strip mall with like, you know, 50 people there. It's one of those kind of shows, right? She was teaming with Holodead and yeah. uh, just not only an utmost professional, but like it was in that show that you could just see she was an absolute star you know like everything she did once she came out everybody just stopped all the chatter and everything and was just fully paying attention to what was going on in the ring yeah that she did was- like this dance off and shit and then proceeded to kick some dude's ass which isn't surprising and totally yeah. proud. like she does legit you know? mixed like mix match or mix match whatever like she does intergender wrestling is what she can do and she well, can, and she can go with is- the best of them I have to ask this is there any other woman who is currently an mma fighter and a pro wrestler because i know that she's not uh Shayna like baszler technically pro- yeah well is she, but is she still Actively fighting doing. mma or is she yeah or is she retired from it right there probably like, is but not as high profile as Sunder rosa clearly like definitely right. no name that springs to mind immediately and i know she's not doing it like at a high level like a ufc or something like that but Again, it's like Jake Hager at the same thing, right? It's just an active, actual fighter who's, you know, doing that on one hand and then also yeah. coming to this environment Dude, and bringing this. so much to this. Yeah. This spot oh, through the oh, table. Oh, my God. The yeah. fire thunder driver. Oh, geez. Through a table outside oh. of the ring. With I love that earlier in the match when they did the power bomb. The frame, the- like even the frame of the table. Would probably cut some shit up, dude. Oh my god, poor Thunder when, Rosa. When she kicked out of the tax powerbomb, Britt Baker, they're like, How could she be kicking out? I was like, Uh, she doesn't want to continue with her back on all those stuff. Text, she's getting up as quickly as possible. That uh, it's like one of the gnarliest matches ever. Because look, the pictures that they have of Britt Baker online, and even what we're seeing now, she is Bloody literally a crimson, crimson mask. Yeah. There's a shirt. There's a shirt you can already buy. No, they didn't. So, yes. Oh it's, yeah, the shirt there, is dude. already available. I yep. that's not surprising. Again, something that's not surprising. AEW making a shirt. Got to capitalize. Here's the thing. You Me, also got to make sure you got to make sure that there aren't enough available for people to buy. That's another big part of their whole. <laughs> even if you're in person team. and ordering on an app, Derek. Ah, uh-huh, correct. Yes. Oh, even man. if you're there. Before the show starts, and you want to buy the shirt for the main event, don't. It's no, gotta, it's already you sold gotta, out. You got to take a number. <laughs> if you want one of their fucking, if you want one of their action figures, buy it off Ringside Collectibles for double the price. That's, Dude, you can't that's find those it. at a toy store or a regular store at all. Like the WWE ones are there, but you can't go to Target and get any of their stuff. Nope. I went to Walmart, and I okay, so like I've paid attention to this. My Walmart gets one box of aew action figures one one single box they put one of each guy out on the peg and that's it that's it that's all they get hey i got orange cassidy at the last yeah dude look at that the role model she's just covered him i do not see it on the screen i'm looking at right now i just see your desktop okay sorry that's right let me try it again no worries man there it is there it is. All right, yeah, that's pretty freaking dope, dude. I it. it is yep. pretty freaking rad. Yeah. Main event role model. 
God bless her. That is rad. Yeah, it's it's if people if she hasn't won everybody over by now, you're like you're just like actively dislike this woman. I got nothing for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got nothing for you. It's it, it's kind of like it was my feelings on Pentagon, <laughs> like uh, who also had a big match where I was just like, if you don't like Pentagon, oh, I don't yeah. think you like pro wrestling. I yeah, mean, that's I just know. weird. <laughs> yeah. If you can't watch this guy and get hyped, then I don't know what to tell you. Tonight he was a hype train against Cody, and I was infuriated by this the, match. the Lord of Lucha Libre, dude. Even the last Lord week, of Lucha when he had Libre the versus the Prince of Wrestling. Uh, last week with the Cody translator Rhodes. was such a great bit. Just even set up this match, like him, like yes, Escucha, and then he gives the guy the freaking microphone. <laughs> yeah, the translator. Yeah, it's tremendous. Yeah. It's fantastic. And then he's not uh, no, my... speaking your language, like, oh, Penta, you're such a pimp. See, that's my... that's that's what they should do for like you know, non-English speaking talent, you know, like they should just put subtitles. Like what's the, what's the harm? Just put subtitles. It's, on. it's not even subtitles. Like it's something that sports media have to deal with, right? Like I interview a lot of players that speak Spanish. I don't even speak Spanish that well, but I could probably at least ask some questions. It doesn't matter. It's not the answers and the questions that they're worried <laughs> about. It's the fact that they want people that are listening to the answers to be able to understand it right so yeah. the baseball team provides a translator it should absolutely be the same thing for pro wrestling i think it's not hard at, at the, the same time least, for some of the characters it kind of adds if it kind of adds the mystique that maybe we don't know what they're saying or only a select few are gonna catch the sure. meaning like you know what i mean that like when Oscar comes out and just rattles off in a bunch of japanese i don't, uh, even, I don't want I don't a translator even know what for that says. like no you're absolutely awesome right. yeah Starts rolling those really yeah, it just fast. Sounds great. It's like this woman is pissed. Well, and it's <laughs> no, like it's, it's again, it's gonna be that one bit where like when when I'm talking for Penta, I'm gonna be saying I, but really I'm saying him. <laughs> <laughs> well, what the great thing about it is is that someone like Pentagon or someone like Asuka have the same thing, right? You don't even need to understand it. Like yep. you literally don't. The Natural language kind of transcends and the charisma transcends, right? And it's to a point where you're just feeling the vibe off of them. It sounds like someone's singing or some shit when they just start going on a tear. Uh, but I was just really pissed by this because I was present at Revolution and I remember there being some sort of storyline about Cody Rhodes injuring his arm really bad. And then his I was shoulder, watching bro. and they talked about how he separated his shoulder, yeah. separated his shoulder, but then he's back facing Pentagon and he no sells the yeah, goddamn the arm, arm break. breaker. Yeah, the arm breaker. Yeah. It was kind of shit um, to me too. Like I saw him like, oh, he's fine, I guess. I Let went me on just go off on the week before that I knew. I knew I wanted Penta to win so bad, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. I hated that I was right in this situation, dude. It was the worst way to go about it. Let me just say this. I want to go off for a moment because I have supported Cody Rhodes for a long time. Uh, I like Cody Rhodes a lot personally. We've had personal conversations, believe it or not, through DMs about his time in PWG and other things like that. But things have changed. He's this whole AEW thing. And I really, I, I really hate everything. I really hate everything. I hate, like, it's like you try to give them the benefit of the doubt. You try to wait and see where it's going. You try to think like, okay, this is long-term storytelling where maybe they want us to all kind of hate Cody. And then he's going to turn heel and he's going to be like this uh, 
I won't say like Vince McMahon character, but almost up there, right? Where like somebody with a lot that's, of control that's in the Matt company. Hardy right now, right? Sure. Yeah, exactly. Or even what's going on with Kenny Omega, right? With Kenny Omega, with Don Callis and everything like that. These guys are the champion and they just have a lot of power. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why this pissed me off so bad live in person, but watching the entire fucking show, watching the entire pay-per-view, it really rubs me the wrong way that only Cody got to come out of the middle of yeah, the arena. He has that special entrance. His own special entrance. <laughs> it made me so <laughs> mad because I was just sitting there going, that should be for the fucking champion. That should be where the nice. champion comes out. Not, not some fucking guy. Not some guy. Not some guy who can't some even. Guy. He this can't even. He can't even fucking <laughs> challenge for the championship. Why does he get his own special entrance? Fucking That's why. Way? His even no. his, dude. His intro music has intro music. This guy. It's, like okay, <laughs> so like <laughs> right his intro music. <laughs> it does. It fucking does. Like yes. at the end of their match, right? We had this thing where QT came out of the heel side, and after yeah, all they, the like Nightmare Family guys, are you came okay, out Cody? Fucking face yeah. side, like. I love those little nuances, right? Like they never really ever address the fact that they have the heel tunnel and the face tunnel. But then when you pay attention to that kind of shit, you're like, oh, that's funny. He came out of the heel side. So he's a heel. I, I love how the nightmare right? family is a baby face group. <laughs> like, what yeah, a, that's the biggest the joke. family. <laughs> right. But but then you have like these splinters with like QT Marshall, right? And uh and maybe his homeboy. He's he's like QT's got a heavy hitter in dark uh, i don't know his name 100 percent yet but he's like some big buff guy he looks like he looks like barbarian from back in the day oh shit um, yeah so i'm wondering if 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 the nightmare family is going to splinter one of these days you know it should i mean like i said my feeling on it personally was the inevitability that cody was going to become so like you know so grandiose so delusional yeah. that he's the king of wrestling not just the prince and you know that that it all kind of led to a nice heel run but it's it's exactly what we're seeing with kenny so it can't even really happen because it would come off as being now kind of you know parody booking of the parody of that storyline straight up copying their own story shit right uh i just i don't know pentagon is a bad motherfucker and i hate what AEW's done with him despite the fact that they've still featured him very nicely I just think that like things that I watched them do with Cody tonight. Uh, that pissed oh, me off. It just, he fucking it just made me upset. Bullshit rolled up. That made me mad. <laughs> and I don't know. Like, see, I'm, I'm such a head ass about pro wrestling that when something like that makes me mad, I'm like, maybe they want to make me mad. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm, I start, you're, start you're fucking so, yeah. layering it and shit, you know, like, cause I'm like, maybe they're, they're maybe this leading somewhere. Just wait. That's the biggest problem with me with pro wrestling is I always tell myself to like, especially now, you know, five years ago, I wasn't like this. Five years ago, I was bitching about Roman Reigns, fucking having tantrums about shit. Dude, you should now have heard I'm me like, like a decade back bitching about John Cena. I'm like, it's like yeah, no, same thing. Guy. Same thing. Like for me, John Cena kind of ruined pro wrestling for me for a period of time because I just, it was ha ha ha, LOL, Cena wins, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah. it, and it didn't even allow me to enjoy the other stuff going on around it, right? Um, so that, I think that's kind of something that sucks. Now we're to a point where 
unbelievably on SmackDown, Roman Reigns is giving better promos than Daniel Bryan. And I'm watching Daniel Bryan struggle, like not, I mean, legitimately struggle with just minor mistakes that anybody could make. Somebody like myself makes on a daily basis on whatever show I'm at, right? But Daniel Bryan is a professional and he usually does a stellar job. It was to the point that I was like, again, head-assing the situation going, is Daniel Bryan fucking up his promos just to make Roman Reigns look better in this whole situation? Because <laughs> Roman Reigns just came up and just ate his ass up. He ate him up like a bowl of cereal. And I was like, oh my God, what is happening? I like Roman Reigns more than Daniel Bryan. Well, fucking he... up is down, left is right. I don't know what is going on. Daniel Bryan. You, were, you learned to be less, less head-ass, but now you're, you got a little head-ass again. I'm, I, I don't, I'm completely yeah, head-ass. That'll now. happen. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. Da- Daniel Bryan threatened to bring the vegetable tray to the Samoan barbecue. Like that was his entire thing. Like he's just going to bring the vegetable tray there. And, and, and just... I wouldn't be mad. I love a I love yeah. a veggie tray. So I'm going to go nice celery. with the meat. I How imagine like if they roast it. Celery. Yeah. Who doesn't like a good celery? Oh, I don't like celery at all. That's uh, a wa- oh, that's I, a waste I brought that one up because it's so controversial. I love the celery. <laughs> <laughs> what about a cucumber? A cucumber? Juice? Cucumbers are good. I like all cucumbers. Right. Cucumbers right. are all right. All right. I'll take a cucumber. I like it. I do. I do like to um, peel my cucumbers beforehand. I do that. I do the peeling. Those are called pepinos. We pickle our cucumbers. That's right. Yeah, those I pickle are pickles. my onions now. Those are pickles. No, that's, Shut the hell yeah, up. No, he's right. He's right. When you pickle a cucumber, it's now a pickle. You know how many, um, so many people don't realize that hmm. cucumbers and pickles are? Sorry, this is slight divergence, but that's the same No, thing. are you There's, fucking serious? No, there are people who don't right. realize that. I don't care. We're not talking about those people. Those right, people are idiots. Sorry. And we're moving on with our lives. We're in a, you save it for the snack podcast. We do that on a different <laughs> My show. My guest feature, what, Jeremy and Zon, we're going to eat pickles. Um, right. We are going to eat cucumbers. an entire array of pickles. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what 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 else, though, here on Daniel Bryan? Neo? Well, I mean, he, he cut that that, I guess, crap promo enough to get Roman to sign. Like, <laughs> I would have liked it if Roman just didn't sign. Like it would have been cool. You know, he should have just not signed the contract. Yeah, like, you're whatever. beneath me. You're beneath yeah. me, Daniel. You're beneath me, DV. I would have liked that, but he cut. I, I I agree. I think the continuation of the "I already beat you" mm-hmm. storyline could have gone a little farther. I at times get frustrated with that because WWE sometimes will like shoot their entire story load storyline shot in one week you know and you're like you know you could have stretched this out until the pay-per-view right like i get that there's not a lot of time here because you jammed two pay-per-views no, in between the Royal Rumble. like they're stuffed oh just yeah without even any lubricant Speed you know what i mean just the way on the road put it to in dry they raw dogged it right in between royal rumble and wrestlemania <laughs> and now we have these two lumpy pay-per-views shoved in here uh but i i i still like the way that smackdown handles a lot of it you know um even if they don't always go in the best direction that they could have they still answer a lot of stories like i said earlier they bring out the fact that there are these two pay-per-views and there is this potential that the entire situation could change even when the Royal Rumble winner has decided on who they were going to fight. 
I like the fact that the Royal Rumble winner and Edge is mad about this. You know, I think that there's a lot of like actual real life emotions being addressed here in the fact that, you know, all of this is happening. But it also real makes me life. kind of feel like like Edge is a like I'm like, you're a baby. Like, obviously, this could happen. It's fucking wrestling, right? Anything could happen. <laughs> the guy you chose to beat might not be the champion eight weeks from now or however long the paper. So you're saying he's on edge? Oh, oh, you know, Neil, uh, can we can we cut him from the show? I'm gonna meet this guy. <laughs> Just mute him, drop him off, whatever, whatever no, we need to do. My my biggest gripe though was after that 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 pay per view signing segment, right? Jay Uso, yes. he's like, I'm tired of the disrespect. I'm gonna be a special guest enforcer. Like, mm. where did that come from? <laughs> I was. It's so extra, right? Like. It's so he's also, weird. He, he, apparently he booked it, and they're like, "Oh, you know what, Jay? We like it. Yeah, you know, we what? like it. You're in. <laughs> yeah, you're in. Then I it, like your moxie, kid. Yeah, this you're guy in. calls this thing on the fly. Do you see that, Vince? Uh, <laughs> like Adam Pierce, you're going to be put out of a job pretty soon. <laughs> it's like they're right. It's, it's it's Rusev all over again when he yeah. went backstage, and Vince was oh. like, "They were trying to bury you, but you didn't let them." I got a special bonus for you, and it's you getting cut. That's what you got. That's what you get, Jay Uso. You're cut tomorrow. And, and it was weird because, like, again, perfect timing. Edge comes out. Hey, we're going to have a match. And, yeah, we're going to fight for that enforcer uh, shot. Like, why uh-huh. Why would you? I mean, I don't know. I, I've not, I haven't been the biggest fan of enforcer matches, in my opinion, but, just because uh, you always know that there will be some sort of schmoz. Yeah, it's all it ends up being ridiculous. Over nonsense. But why but why would Edge give a shit? Yeah. Why would Edge really give a shit? If Edge's end goal it's is just to win to have the Roman Reigns win so he can face Roman Reigns, who is he who he wanted to face in the first place? Why would he give a shit if Daniel Bryan won? Right? Like I only feel like Edge is going to be out there to further help Roman win, which is going to make me dislike Edge. So they're not going to go in that direction. He's going mm. to go out there and try to do the honorable thing and have Daniel Bryan's back. But then there'll be some controversy. And I I feel like this is inevitably leading to a triple threat match at WrestleMania. I, I honestly feel the same thing. Like there will be some sort of triple threat, triple threat schmoz. And that's and then of course maybe Roman loses it, but he pins Daniel Bryan, and then Roman's gonna have some sort of gripe to be like, you never you never pin me, blah blah blah. But then there's gonna be some sort of but then Shane McMahon said in his rules there's no more rematch clauses, but then we're gonna break that rule and have a rematch anyway the, the night after Mania, and then Roman's gonna win it. <laughs> you get it all laid out. <sighs> I, I hate how right he probably it is. It sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Stupid W. I mean, I don't know what's okay. happening. I've... Like it's, but it's so predictable now. Like the only thing yeah. that I liked about yeah WWE this week was when Heyman was on some talk show and said like The Rock talking smack. Ta- yeah, talking smack. Thank you. He said that The Rock was thinking about fighting Roman at Mania. Like, what's your thoughts on that? I want it to Woo! happen so bad. That would yeah. be so killer. That'd be a money match. Yeah. That would be money. You're, needs to be in front of like a regular crowd. Do you think? No, there's going to be 40,000 we'll people. There's going to be 40,000 oh, people at Mania, remember? Pretty decent. Yeah, that's pretty decent. <laughs> well, actually, no, it was it was announced actually today it's going to be 25,000 
people. Uh, They're not 25 capacity, 25,000. They're going to still let UFC still pretty good. be the full capacity thing. And yeah, you're right. At a 40,000, I, I don't know what Raymond James Stadium holds, but um, it's a big last, football last stadium. Last I thought it was supposed to be 75% capacity, but they haven't announced like what the special um, restrictions would be. Like if they would require vaccination cards and or maybe testing or quarantining, right? They oh, never said boyos. That's, I'll tell you this much. Here's what I believe. Anything they say about that is bullshit because I was in Florida and Florida is a fucking nightmare. I, you know, we live here in Arizona, Beak, you're in Washington. Uh, I think we're all going through the same thing where, yeah, we have those occasional instances where we might see somebody in public, uh, you know, breaking the rules, not wearing a mask, not going into a store with a mask on, whatever. But it's usually, you know, the, like the, the one exception, maybe one person, like every time I've seen it, it's always two people walking together trying to be defined. Yeah. Right. There was a family one time I saw and that the kids weren't fucking wearing masks. The parents weren't wearing masks, whatever. Right. But yeah, you're right. Like it's usually together. Uh, Florida was fucking wild. Like I couldn't believe it. Like, don't get me wrong. Everywhere I went, every employee in every business was wearing a mask. So it wasn't like, masks aren't a thing here this yeah. is you know this quarantine. Is, right but it was the people and it was the lax rules and it was the fact that the only business we went into that required people to wear masks was a starbucks because that's their corporate policy nationwide and they don't have specific state policies I, I i even said that's the reason why that fucking we probably have these instances in florida where people fucking flip out because they tried to go into a Starbucks after going to all their other stores all day long without a mask. And then they went into a Starbucks and didn't have to wear a mask. I am not confident about Florida and WWE's ability to hold this event, but I will say that it's as easy as your own policies when you're in control of the building. If they choose to make everybody wear masks and everybody social distance, then 25,000 people in a, hundred thousand seat stadium or whatever is isn't really that bad especially with the floor seats and everything yeah i think they can space that out pretty pretty evenly and maybe do like a signed like you know exiting of the building or entering of the building so on and so forth but it's i don't know like is wwe wrong for trying to put in uh like a capacity a quote-unquote capacity crowd during a pandemic like what do you think Uh, about that i I i'm not a big fan of it that's because that's a lot like mind you Derek when you went to revolution how, how many souls did you think were in the were in the were in the stands like if you can give yourself I, an estimate probably I'd say a couple thousand like maybe like two thousand right maybe two thousand yeah. whatever but you're talking yeah, about yeah. twenty thousand people yeah I mean and like I said this was a in in this situation Daly's place is a smaller venue right so you don't have the same you know uh it's like big venue stretching out that you can do right but we had a lot of issues again i've complained about the merch but you know like standing in line for food standing in line for the bathroom there were huge lines for the bathroom huge lines for the merch there's things like that that i don't think that they always think through you know i I was just at a fucking you know miniature golf place today trying to take my daughter on her spring break to do something besides sitting in our house for fucking you know seven days straight playing on her tablet and when i was at this miniature golf place we had a great time playing golf 
social distancing. But when we had to go like pay and return our golf clubs and shit, we literally had to stand in this like zigzag line where I was like, just face to face with some other mouth breather. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't fucking want to be that close to another. How'd you play? Being. I did. <laughs> and they, it's like did they you score any bogeys? All of this other shit through, but they never think about those situations, right? Like they never think about, hey, well, let's maybe like let's do something to extend this line in a way so people don't have to, you know. Well, go left and then take, right and then be face to face with another human being during take, a mind, take a mind eric you did go to uh, a mini golf place run by tweens and teens correct so correct <laughs> to be honest there were a lot more people my age there that i was i was just considered i was concerned for their life choices let's just say but <laughs> i can understand you work for a fucking place like that who doesn't want to go to an amusement park every day I would know I would love to do that, but I'd have to sanitize know. my hand every time I put my hand in one of the holes to get my ball out. I'd be like, somebody <laughs> was putting their hand in there. Gross. No, that's why you uh, got to get one of those gopher claws and just pick it up with claws. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Right. But that's that, why put, I bring a nine year old child. I tell her to do it. And then put I that in your immune system. Strong, strong little girl. <laughs> you, you don't take your caddy when you go mini putt? When you do mini putt putt? Um, no, I don't bring my Reginald. No, I don't bring my Reginald. <laughs> I was going to say Reginald. Good Dude, job. speaking of Reginald, fuck this guy for being the main focus point of the, of, of the, of the SmackDown uh-huh. women's division. Isn't that hilarious uh-huh. how he went from just being a side character to now a side piece? <laughs> you, know, like, you know what's funny? I'm going to say something in favor of Reginald is that I actually adore him with Nia Jax, and I think it works very well, right? He like, knows Capoeira. Some... Oh yeah, he's he a was, bad at. Yeah, yeah, he was a. Uh, uh, wasn't he part of Circus Soleil? I think so. Run on away, run on away, Okay, uh, but yeah, no, he absolutely does Capoeira. <laughs> he absolutely does Capoeira, and I think that I, I don't know. Like, there's just some things that work for me, and like I just see a potential of i think Level mostly comedic song. enjoyment of nia jackson him being together i don't know but i'm with you i'm not very i'm not, i'm not huge on them taking the women's division and diluting it with men right like, with Ellsworth, it worked so well with james ellsworth just kidding. Did it? Did it? Sarcasm. It actually, it actually did. He was pretty fucking terrible, but great. Um, we're but not watching terrible in real life on this podcast. Yeah, now we're watching only the strong, and that's what this podcast is going to become. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Unfunny Nerd Tangent Number One Seventy Six. <laughs> also, no, you're, you're right. It is. It is weird and kind of undermines them all just to have him be such a focal point but hey it's asinine it's It's asinine like why don't why can't the tag team why like why can't the tag team titles just be the focal point like why can't we have a competition you know i get it like there's there's gimmicks and stuff but but tell me why okay tell me why reginald caused the distraction finish on the eight on the on the yeah go ahead I can't, no, I can't tell you that, but I, what I was going to say is, is that uh, the biggest thing for me is the entire, like, tag team being wrapped up in a rivalry also <clears throat> with the women's champion, like, that's so unnecessary. When you have so many women to feature, 
Why why is that the case? Like you can't think of anything Three more creative than for that. Right. Like yeah. exactly. I, I don't get that. And that's you know <laughs> and then look kind at kind of sh- annoying to me. And then look at this shit. Tamina, who hasn't won a match in years, rolls up the 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 next contender uh, to main event WWE because of fucking Reginald. So why does <laughs> why that is something that I can't wrap my mind around at all like they see something that's in this guy this no they do not they do not see anything in tamina you see him flip he did flips he does do good flips the best i I get it but then you know you had tamina take a pin yeah like like if bianca belair is supposed to challenge uh sasha at mania but then you have her eat a pin like i i don't know maybe she's gonna redeem it but it just wasn't a good look sure makes sense to me i it's hard to explain but you know Derek makes a very strong point. Like it, it's almost like they don't have anything else to do if they're wrapping literally all the belts for the ladies on one show in one storyline. Like, yeah, that's why I was hella upset that hella. when hella when hey, uh, hey. when Naya and <laughs> when Naya and Shayna went to NXT to fight against Dakota and Raquel, and then Dakota and Raquel lost. <laughs> like yeah. why? 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 Like Dakota well, they rewarded him by giving them belts for a couple minutes. That's like a second. That's like a a, a participation ribbon because yeah. as soon as they won those titles, they lost it to Shotzi and and Ember yeah. Moon, which is another slap in the face that I don't understand why why that happened. But I digress. Derek, <laughs> I don't have any answers because a lot because of this stuff doesn't bullshit. make any sense. I think the thing is is that at times you get so mad because they could have done things that led in one direction or another right and then they just decide to all of a sudden at least in the wwe universe they decide to all of a sudden throw some shit together really fast to try to make it into a thing right like like shane could have been fucking with braun Strowman for a long time but instead, they decided to try to throw it into a situation where all of a sudden Shane started fucking with Braun Strowman. It's kind of the same thing. I know for a fact, and I've talked about it on this show because I love to name drop and pat myself on the back about the interviews I've done. But I've known for a long time that Drew and Sheamus were friends. When I did an interview years ago when he wasn't even signed by WWE and Sheamus was at his house in the background fucking annoying me pestering me because he didn't want to listen to drew do some stupid interview with some <laughs> dumbass podcaster he wanted to drink with his friend and have a good time right so that the story of them being friends is a legitimate real story but it's not one that they've actually had in wwe for a long term it's just something they manifested so that they could get to this point that they're at and they started that shit like maybe six weeks ago yeah. you know? Shane thing is even worse because Shane's performances have been awful every promo the... he's been giving has been rambling nonsense is he drunk and I don't even understand it it reminds me of how terrible he was during the which way did he go which way did he go bullshit yeah. hit the big show back in the day Yeah, 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 yeah. it's literally it's I, recycled it's the recycled exactly, you're exactly. stupid and I'm smart, and I'm like egging you into this. But what's the purpose? Hopscotch. We're gonna do hopscotch, and then I'm gonna pour green paint on you. 
that's what i'm saying at the very least the stuff that they've been doing on smackdown like the video that neo's playing right now like shane legitimately looks confused and lost this this is on botchamania (laughs) just a loop of shane being a dumbass and not saying anything (laughs) yeah it was it was so pretty incredible it's pretty good it's just just... (laughs) braun had more to say yet the entire storyline is supposed to be how dumb braun is like it's fucking incredible it's like one of those improv things where like the other person finally has this so you were saying, Shane, that I'm dumb? <laughs> She's gonna go run My uh, problem is, is that like I'm waiting for that layer, that wrinkle. Like, where is that revelation as to what Braun did, did to him to Shane to upset him? Shane so much, called right? Braun stupid. Braun got mad. That's literally all it is. Like, all of a sudden, Shane's like, "I'm gonna bust the balls of the biggest no. guy." And then he dumped Gak. He dumped Gak on him. No, it was no, it was fucking. It was Nickelodeon slime. First of all, it wasn't Gak. It was Nickelodeon slime. It's the same, same shit. Thing. Slime and Gak. He said, "You don't fucking. You can't. You don't do this on television or can't whatever." Do that on television. You can't do this on television. I know. Like so, you're yeah, telling me in the world. I don't know. I'm, I'm done. Wait, wait. You're telling me in the world of kayfabe <laughs> that he Derek went out, go. drew a hot scotch like thing ringside right in kayfabe and then before the match started he took a bucket of goo or or and put or, it under there fine put it under the ring with intent mind you see Dude, you like, raise the grand points that's my favorite thing. thing about wrestling characters the, the <laughs> logistics the things they have to go through like he either has to hire a guy to do that because i know it's a wrestling show but why would right. they do it shane's like make a hopscotch pattern but shane that's really stupid but, yeah, but we're but doing why we're not no, no. we don't my have favorite, any games my, planned and i fucking do what i told you to my do. favorite thing no. is my favorite thing is shane's assistant's like uh shane um the uh the order of of uh nickelodeon slime just came in are we going to charge <laughs> that to the uh to the See, accounts payable account you're, you yeah, see, just you're make sure you don't say nickelodeon on tv because i don't want to have <laughs> to pay for that copyright did you did, because i the order of him, generic uh slime came in i imagine him going to a pa for wwe and being like i need you to go out and make me slime so go get some elmer's glue and some fucking magic some magic mix and i want green uh food coloring don't uh, fucking bring that purple or our blue. Runs up and goes bright green slime i can get you slime our just runs <laughs> he has it for whatever reason yeah oh i have this already these, no worries it's in these canisters i have them transport around from town no, to town I, I just want our truth to carry slime in like a fanny pack just now we're all, getting the, all the time just all the time yep. just rips open a fanny pack all and then just all right derek make that part of his finisher Get this is another track, buddy this is another baffling thing for me right because we had our truth Obtained the 24-7 championship by off the awarded, awarded by asking for it. <laughs> by giving well, not asking necessarily. It was a fair trade. Nicely. It was a fair he, trade. It was a fair trade. He gave him a decent amount of Stone Cold Steve Austin swag, including that fucking belt. I would give anybody pretty much anything in my collection for that belt. So that's the way that goes. You would mm. trade your UK title for that smoking skull belt? We, probably. Mm. I don't know. You have a replica UK title, Derek? I do. I have it right here and it's ready to go at any time. Whenever I need to defend it, it's right here. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. I'm going to roll you up Somali A style. (laughs) I'd like to see you try. 
I'm ready at all times. Trust me, when I was in the parking lot for AEW Revolution, there were several people doing streaming videos or some shit where they were holding the belt. I wanted to roll them all up. I wanted to roll them all up, and your friend Mega Rand wouldn't let me, nor would Eric from Nerds, who was too busy doing a Pokemon transaction with Nyla Rose. It was a complicated evening, but let me tell you, I wanted to fucking win some championships in the parking lot of Daly's Place, and Damn they man. didn't let me. You have the wrong manager, because if I was there, I, I would have assisted in the pit. Oh, I know. You would have been over there the fucking, motherfucking pit. You would have counted for me. Yeah, I would have been like, pocket sand. Shisha. <laughs> Next I don't time. know where to go from here. Yeah, um, man. Pro wrestling's been fun, though. Other I don't know. That, okay, I think it's like it, what what happened was I, I I'll just sum this up. Andrade needs to go to ROH <laughs> You're gonna or do somewhere for the whole show. Yeah, <laughs> Andrade yeah, no, needs to this go is, to ROH. No, go ahead. Do AEW, shut up. Shut up. AEW greater than WWE this week. Um, let's just book Fastlane real quick. Ready? Sure. Okay. Uh, Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus DB. Who you got? Reigns, obviously. Yeah, obviously. I still like we all discussed. I think this ends up in triple threat match. That, that and they're that, just I, they're pushing DB too hard. You know, that's triple agree. Triple agree on that one. Um, women's tag team title: uh, Naya Shay and Shayna versus Bianca and Sasha. Uh, Which again, remember, this is a little weird because. Bianca just ate that pin from who, no one meaner than Tamina. <laughs> I'm going to say they retain simply so that this leads to further, you know, issues between Bianca and, and, uh, Tamina. No, oh, no, Sasha. 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 I, I hope they win. Cause that actually is even more issues for them. Cause now they got those tag titles and they're going to be facing oh. each other at WrestleMania. So. See that's some that's some novella shit right there, Uncle Beak. I can appreciate yeah. that. But yeah, again, sure. I, I say bonus points that the sommelier is probably gonna take like a meteora through a table or some shit. We'll see. Ooh, Prop next bets. match: Intercontinental <laughs> Championship Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Dude, I love this fucking rivalry so much because it's become so personal. I love what it's done to Big E. I mean, yeah. Big E is the fun-loving you know, big man of the new day. Right. But this rivalry, Oh dude, his, his attitude has changed, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've already expressed in the past how I love the way, like he kind of cuts a promo on Apollo, but then he'll get off the mic to be like, no, I'm talking to you personally now. Like, no, this isn't, this (laughs) isn't about them. This ain't about fucking wrestling bullshit. I don't fucking like you. And I'm not giving you no more chances. I gave you your fucking chances. Get your ass out of here. I got more people to fucking give an opportunity to. You're fucking at my spot. This is my time. My I'm time. I'm Continental Champion. You know what I mean? His time like, is now. It's his time is his time is now, and and your time is up. Um, but I just I don't know. I I think that there's been a lot of weird, like, controversy in a way around right, right, what right. Apollo is doing, and I think that like. I, all i say is this when a guy f- comes from a country and he does an accent from that country and you don't come from that country and don't know a lot about that country maybe just maybe you should shut the fuck up and just let him do his thing because i have a feeling he might know better than you do based on his 
ancestors and his relatives and his parents and his uncles and people that he's been around his entire fucking lives. I don't need someone commenting on his accent or the shit he's doing. I love it. It's the most we've ever seen out of Apollo. We've never seen anything character-wise out of him. So just maybe let it happen a little bit before you're, you as a white dude is commenting online about it being racist. Let's just let's let it play out just a yeah. little bit. Well, I'm just offended as a wrestling fan that they're going with a cliche foreign royal. No joke. There you go. <laughs> you see, that's, now that's, that's something I could get behind being that's mad about. Yeah, shit go. right there. Yeah, and hey, and, and shout outs to Big E for uh for, for partnering up, you know, with his buddies to, to do that new show, the Our Heroes Rock. If you Dude, haven't that's dope, it's so dope. It's it, it's uh it's the first of its kind. Honestly, I've never seen a show like this. I'm excited for my kids to watch it. So if you haven't already, if it's if there's still time, try to back that show, Our Heroes Rock. It, Correct. It, I, I think yeah, they, 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 they already exceeded their, their limit, but definitely give them some more money, man. Yeah, awesome. I, yeah. I, think, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with adding more to the pot. So yeah. so go ahead and add that if you can. So again, it's and, Our, and our Heroes that, Rock. Our Heroes Rock. And if you're not familiar with it, it's kind of this cross blend of like kind of animation and claymation and some other stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's essentially going to tell stories about like black heroes and other people of color and, you know, all sorts of communities and what they've contributed to yeah. history. It's and the stuff it's, that it's, you really don't learn in right. the textbooks, like thoroughly. Yeah, it's, it's not necessarily the Rosa Parks and everything like that. It's the deeper stories. It's the things like, like Neo said that you might not have heard of. I think that it's, a tremendous idea and uh something that I, I don't know like at times being the age we are yeah like it feels weird because when we were young we were headed in the direction of of shows like this and stuff like this becoming you know popular and the norm and and things that existed and uh it's kind of weird that you know here we are like 20 30 years later still needing to have people innovate with you know stories and shows like this mm -hmm. right yeah, like it was slow going man that's it did sometimes that stuff peters in and unfortunately and there's some people are resistant to change and yeah. we've just got to be forthright and instill this stuff in our children and that's an amazing thing to do absolutely i can't absolutely. wait to well see said. uh i can't wait to see the 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 robot etor yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's I, so cool. I love that so much. Oh, that's yeah. That's the coolest so right great. there. Yeah, dude, like my my daughter legitimately asked me this week if she could write, uh, like, because she had, like, a on Friday before they went on spring break, they had to, like, come up with somebody historically significant to write about. And they all kind of got given, like, different categories, you know, and it wasn't necessarily like a, wasn't like a black history month project or something like sure. that it was just like somebody historically significant and and my daughter asked me she's like you think i can write an article on biggie and that shit made me laugh because Why for not? some reason my daughter thinks biggie is one of the most incredible human beings on the planet and like i i think it's probably because at times i talk about you know like the 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 lack of representation lack of black champions and stuff yep. like that and i tell her how proud i am of Big E and like what they're doing with them but mm -hmm. you know i you don't expect a kid that you're telling this shit to who to be honest my daughter does not care about wrestling the only thing she cares about are the new day 
and Alexa Bliss. That's pretty much the majority of what she cares about in professional wrestling. And when I'm talking to her about this shit, it like it literally feels like it's going in one ear out the other. She's not watching it. She's like playing on her tablet or coloring or doing some whatever shit. Whatever dance, exactly. Whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for her to retain it and then spit it back out at me at a later time, like years later, especially when she doesn't even remember shit like you know some of her own relatives names it's incredible to me that she's you know retained this information see that's awesome right there so i mean i just hope this definitely comes to fruition and fast and make that shit standard in kids schools please i i would appreciate that absolutely well just put it on youtube it's like you said with aew dark right put it on youtube make it free let everybody see it Put a bunch of commercials there on it, it whatever, who cares, but make it as widely available as possible. So can we can we say uh we want Big E to win this one because we love him? Uh a thousand percent. Okay. I think you know what's weird with me is it gets to the point like kind of like what's happened with, with Drew, mm-hmm. where like I, I kind of almost want at times the the story to evolve, right? So maybe I'm not always in Big E's corner about him winning because this thing with Apollo has gotten so personal. I almost feel at times wrestling wise, like a, a win is a necessity. They, yeah. they might not go in that direction, but I, I don't know, like for Apollo, I feel like this win would be huge, you know, especially with the change of character, the change of attitude, just everything that he's done. I feel like it would fall in line with him kind of, attacking biggie the way he did and Mm -hmm. just this way this whole thing has gone with him kind of not letting up about the intercontinental championship you know apollo just doesn't want to give up on on this thing that biggie has already told him several times i've given you plenty of opportunities the shit's over back of the line with you you know man i i hate that we have to have these two guys pinned up against each other because i like them so much and they look like they're just starting to go with Big E, and now they're finally going with Apollo, and they're pitting <laughs> these guys, so somebody has to pay a cost. Um, and my dog's freaking out. I'm going to go with... Uh, I want Big E to win this one. It's going with my heart. Dog, chill out. Sorry, guys. The dog did a run-in on the podcast. Sorry, he agrees. Bronx, Bronx he agrees. is fucking... He's, he's fucking... He's hyped. Big he's e, like, this Big is e. bullshit. Big yeah. E! Or he disagrees. We don't know. <laughs> Fuck you, Jeremy. What are you talking about, motherfucker? <laughs> All right. Next match, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. So, you know, very, very appropriately put. Um, you know, in the match in itself, I think the winner of this match is probably going to go into that triple threat match against Bob Lashley. So I want Drew to take this. I've seen Sheamus as champion. I like Drew as champion. Um I liked Drew as champion. I, I still want to see Drew as champion. So yeah, give me Drew McIntyre versus or over Sheamus on this one. I like what they're doing with Bobby and I felt like Drew needed something different. It's kind of like what I was just saying about the big E thing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mind Drew losing it. I don't mind him being kind of on the chase. I wouldn't even mind him getting kind of screwed over a number of times before he ever even gets the championship back. There's a, like a weird formula to getting baby faces to a point where we're all behind them right Right. but sometimes the biggest problem is you can't really have a baby face be a long-term champion it 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 wears on people people get bored with it it doesn't matter who it is you know it could it could be the guy we wanted to win it the most of all and you give it to him for two years and we'll all be sick of that shit so 
like I feel like this is a good move and I feel like it might be a good move just to put Drew on the chase for a little bit longer. I know he has the championship match at, at WrestleMania. And I don't think that's going to change. I think that's still going to be a one-on-one championship. So I think Drew wins this match. Right on. Yeah. I'm going to have to agree. I, I think Sheamus is a great wrestler, but I think he's always best as the guy who's trying to stop from somebody on their climb. And, uh, you know, gets knocked down eventually, unfortunately. So I think Drew McIntyre is going to take this one. I got knocked out, but I have it up again. He's going to get Chumbawamba. Uh, uh, uh. It's a Chumbawamba situation. It's Chumbawamba, yeah, it's obviously. He's getting Chumbawamba. All right, so next match is Shane McMahon versus uh, huh. Greenbeard Braun Strowman. <laughs> oh, yeah. The jolly the giant, giant. Lep- the the giant leprechaun, Braun uh, Strowman. Jesus, Moses. I really hope Braun just beats the living dog shit out of Shane McMahon. I just don't like Shane in my WWE. Oh, even, even as a quote-unquote, if he, even if he's trying to be a heel, he's just not a cool or a fun or even an okay heel to watch. It's just asinine. So, yeah, I just want strong, Braun to just beat the dog shit out of him. I don't even care if they keep Braun as a bad guy. I just want him to beat the dog shit out of him. What if this is actually a big setup for Shane bringing in somebody to be his guy, like a Dabakato or something? In the it middle of this match, Dabakato like comes out and just starts beating the tar at it a bra. It has to be. It's that's, just a big setup to, to be. beat this that's guy some, down. That's some fedora ass bullshit right there. That's, <laughs> he, he, no, he, didn't it. he didn't or, announce it. it shut up. Put on your shut up. Announce it. Put on your fedora. Yes, Dabakato's gonna win this shit. No. Put on your fedora. <laughs> Milady wins by some malarkey. <laughs> See, uh, it was either that or like Brock Lesnar, but I don't imagine Brock Lesnar coming. Shane from and Brock. Lane. That'd be kind that's of- that's kind of too big, but it could it's be fa- right. It's fast lane, so I don't I don't expect it either. But ha- having Brock in the picture somehow, some way could kind of lead to some malarkey ass bullshit at mania as well it just i i still need something told to me right like here is what the problem is with this storyline and so many things that they're doing especially around wrestlemania like they just want to make it a storyline that carries over across two pay-per-views and gets to wrestlemania right like Mm -hmm. so they want to start it after royal rumble ends and they want to have it and and that's that's what they feel like is long-term booking with this situation is yeah. having it last through both elimination chamber at Fastlane and making it to WrestleMania. This story makes no sense to me. So what Beak just said is like the only conclusion could be cool. That's reasonable. It's the only conclusion that it doesn't even necessarily like, have to be Daba. It could be just maybe there's somebody we don't even think of that Shane has decided Walter, to bring you all that, sh- that Shane's point was to basically antagonize the biggest guy on either show in wanting to fight him so that this guy he's introducing could knock him out and prove that he's now the big dog in the yard. It's his yard, Roman, and this is his yard now. That kind big of thing. doggies. Big yeah. doggies. All right. So I, I, I don't can, know. I can appreciate that. I, uh, I, I feel like the only reasonable conclusion here is that Shane wins in some fashion due to malarkey, much like our friend Beak said. Ill-fated malarkey. Dog, my dog Ill wasn't attacking fated malarkey. Wants your attention. Um, let's see. Uh, last but not least, um, let's see. This one's kind of weird. Um, Randy Orton versus... 
Alexa Bliss. Alexa say Bliss. It. Say it. Yeah, Alexa say Bliss. So yeah. someone's gonna get RKO'd. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Alexa. Nobody <laughs> asked for you to talk, you bitch. We were talking to you. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I kind of love this. I think that what? it's yeah, it's again, it's the only long-term storyline booking that they have, and it's you know. It's the dead clowns, vampire angel girlfriend fighting, you know, the racist. Yeah, him. Snake. I can't wait. I can't wait. I don't know where it's going to go. And I think that Alexa Bliss (laughs) is going to win. Snake, Dad. Yeah, Alexa's definitely going to win this thing because. If Randy just comes in and beats up a girl and then stands there victorious, they're like, yay? She's going to win this. <laughs> that would also be kind of hilarious. She's going to win this lie. because he's going to throw up black goo. And then when he slips, she she's going to do a surprise roll up for a one, two, three. <laughs> and there it is. Brandy slips in his own black puke. Correct. All right. And I think that's, this- that's the only logical outcome. <laughs> and then this is the last one, I think. It's uh, Riddle versus Ali. Oh, I, I'll take Riddle, Riddle all day. Yeah, I like Riddle as champion, so give me that. Like um, Matt, you know, what I realized the other night is that Matt Riddle is Raw's babyface. Like you could say all you want about Drew being the champion or whatever. Matt Riddle is Monday Night Raw's biggest babyface. He is the guy that is cool with all the other baby faces. He helps them out. He, ha- he chats with them and daps them up before their matches and shit. They you get don't see ma- Drew doing yeah, any of that Yeah, they get shit. matching scooters with the New Day. Exactly. He oh, is yes. the he, he's the big man on campus around Raw. You know, uh, I, don't, I still don't, you know, whatever. I still feel like WWE is cowardly. I feel like WWE and their name redactions aren't always, you know, just because they want to simplify it down to one word. You know, (laughs) we've talked about allegations and things that have been floated out there about Matt Riddle. uh, And I think that that's a big part of the reason why they wanted to reduce his name down to just being Riddle. I, whatever, man, I think that at this point, let's just fucking get on with life and call him Matt Riddle and stop with all of this nonsense uh I, I i don't know i i feel like when they do stuff like that it's it's this even though it's supposed to make me not remember all it does is make me think all about it right <laughs> remember when you they changed I mean? his name remember when they changed his name because they thought we were too dumb to remember that his first name is matt <laughs> yes that's what i'm talking about yeah, exactly like, creating to me you know what i mean like i'm just not uh i and, and then it makes me instantly think about all the other sexual abusers that WWE has under contract. I'm like, what's Velveteen Dream up to these days and shit? Like, oh, I shit. don't even know. That's, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Why doesn't he have a title belt? Time. Yeah, why isn't he showing up on NXT? I guess they're just waiting for us to forget, aren't he they? He got accused. Yeah, I. as far as everything Derek said, all the serious stuff, if we're going to go back to the actual <laughs> match for a moment. Sorry. Uh, no, no worries. I definitely, I, I don't really want to go into the whole Matt Riddle thing. No, I know. I don't ever but, want uh, to either, but here we are. Yep. Uh, I want Ali to win this thing, man. I, I think retribution has been totally floundering f- for ever since well, forever. They they, <laughs> they they haven't done anything really notable whatsoever, especially Correct. after 
Ali came out as their leader. So him having their belt and actually giving them some substance and something to actually be about would be cool. And then also, you know, having Ali as the United States champion would be pretty neat. I watch wrestling at times with my wife and I do that for the purpose of being able to sneak it in before we do this show. Hey, oh, and I hate the fact that at times she asks really relevant questions that I don't even have an answer to. Right. So one of those relevant questions was what happened to Lana's dancing ability? And I was like, I don't know. What do you mean? And she was like, wasn't she in that Kelly Jackal video for the Paramore song? And wasn't she dancing in that? And then we watched it on YouTube and confirmed that Lana can dance her ass off or at least used to. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. But again, now she's all in my head. And I'm like, is this some sort of long-term storyline where she can't dance as good as Naomi? And they're going to build that into a bigger thing? (laughs) Oh, fucking no. But now that's where I'm at. So while we were watching this match, which was the U.S. title match of Riddle against Ali on Raw, she proceeded to say, how is it that a guy who has like six people at ringside couldn't win this match? And I was like, I don't have an answer for you on that. And his whole point is he's trying to show them how to win. Like, well, <laughs> he's trying to prove his, a point to them. And that's he, his whole gimmick. My bigger uh, problem is that I didn't expect Retribution to win a match so much so to the point where I had zero, zero percent expectation that Ali was going to win. There was no thought in my head that he was going to win. So it was kind of funny to me that she pointed out to me, basically Ali had every advantage at his disposal. It could still couldn't pull off. Well, and that's, victory. but that's the thing. Like that's why he yells at flapjack and icebox and, and and paper cuts and, and lunchbox and, and snapchat brace. Brace. Yeah. oh S- snapchat's my favorite put them all in the dumpster <laughs> no, honestly the i think they're just, they're just the building dumpster. that these motherfuckers finally getting fed up with this shit and then all right baby face which is ridiculous because nobody supports these fuckers i don't yeah like you're right like i don't know where the move is going but yeah you're right like that feels the like that's what they're building up to they're building up to it because he's been slapping them around and being like just shitty to them like also it feels like, inevitable i'm not i'm yeah. donovan dijak i'm donovan dijakovich <laughs> we're oh, like yeah, what right. <laughs> you said the wrong name see yeah. you don't even know what his real name is anymore <laughs> he's just t-bar to you now yeah. feast your eyes on t- on tail bar yeah the team oh. stands for trans rights. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here. Well, Do we have any more matches on the card, or is that's, that it? That's it, boys. I just Let's I just call wanna, it a wrap. We wrote wanna, it till the wheels fell off. Yeah, I just want to thank y'all for being here, and uh, let's stop that Asian hate out there. So if you, oh yeah, fuck it, if, if you see a fellow Asian out there in the streets, make sure you keep you know two eyes up and make sure. You know, just keep keep watch their backs, man, because it's a fucking shit show out there. And fuck whoever is is you know doing all that bullshit. Fuck you. Let them know you got their back. If you see exactly. it, more say, hey, more, I got your back. More importantly, be let's weird get rid of whatsoever. Get get rid of this bullshit. Even if you say it with your friends or shit as a joke, whatever, it doesn't matter. This fucking kung flu shit, all of this other shit that spreads that hate, oh, spreads that whole the fucking, fucking you know, China virus, like the China you, virus, you Cheeto right. bastard. Dude, off. honestly, yeah. I I didn't realize at first why that was so bad, but then like as soon as somebody pointed out, it's like, duh, 
duh. It, <laughs> it, you, it, like, I, it escaped me. It was like, well, it started in Wuhan. That makes sense. But like, no, we can't blame this entire virus on one particular people that's fucking bullshit and then they get bullshit it's like 9-11 all over again with fucking the way middle eastern people were fucking targeted over right nonsense they had nothing to do with so right yeah, fuck this bullshit no and you're absolutely right because like that was that was hard for me because some of my best friends at the time were, were middle eastern right so it was like all of a sudden i became I had to fucking become defensive all the time and was especially sensitive in like scenarios where i was in groups and they'd start talking about like terrorists and middle eastern people and i fucking i i got set off you know like these are people i know it's just like anybody else these are people we know there's no reason to generalize and fucking do this shit all it does is create uh hatred and you know these scenarios that we fucking i grew up in washington unfortunately not too far where there was a japanese internment camp so that kind of bullshit is known up here there's a lot of asian population up here there's a large asian population it's nonsense fucking bullshit leave these people alone this it's uncalled for i know it's easy to say anything. it's fucking disgusting exactly so we're big advocates for that and we continue to black lives matter as well yeah. wear your trans mask lives matter wash your hands trans lives matter drink your water you know yeah eat your vegetable maybe we'll wash see. that ass take care of yourself That's super important watch that take ass. care of yourself take care of each other like mm-hmm. it's weird but one of the things that i've realized is we've just gotten so far away from just being kind to each other and yeah. just you know trying to take care of each other we've lost a lot of people over the last year mm-hmm. people that will never get back we've we've lost famous people uh any anybody anybody attached to fucking uh in any way to honoring like uh brody's memory uh uh bruiser brody has 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 had bad luck that's that's a that's a terrible curse that we had between josephus and losing brody lee and all of that shit right like we've lost a lot of people over the last year yeah like a lot of good people in the wrestling community a lot of good people Mm -hmm. in life uh let's just try to be nicer to each other and remember that this kind of thing like i don't know spreading spreading hateful yeah even stuff you might just kind of find as being funny like jokes that you're passing around can really spread the hate more than you even realize like we've all been ignorant to shit and we've all learned as we've gone along right the other thing that i thought was super bullshit is how negative one is getting flack for just kind of being a kid on a wrestling show like fuck you like if you have Mm. a bad opinion about negative one just being on AEW because he's part of a group well they're even getting heat to the company saying that they're trying to utilize a kid and exploit the kid no that's that's not at all what's going this is his extended family he's part of his family is taking part in something he feels deeply connected to Mm -hmm. why are people i think i i think i've even said it i think i've even said it but yeah in real in 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 reality what it really is is the you know extension of the memory of John Huber mm-hmm. and also trying to just do something nice for his family. Exactly. You know, like I, 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 like I said, I've said it myself. The words have exactly come out of my mouth where I felt, I said, at times this feels exploitive of the kid because sure. of the fact that they, they took a storyline that was kind of just a nice way to honor somebody that we lost and have continued to extend it 
and extend it into a storyline. But how is right? it really explained? Like, who is really like tuning in because, whoa, we might see negative one on TV again. Like, it's, not, it, it literally is just a nice thing. Right. That, that's and how it's I, like that's I said, I, I, it's something that I've even said. Yeah. And I think the reason why I say it is because it's a kid. And, and it gets parent. to a point. You're, like, it's, you're protective. It makes sense. Like, I, I don't right. see the fault in it, but just putting that negativity out in the world is unnecessary. I, I think what but it is is if, in, if at the lives, end of if he lives in at, Florida and then there's spring break, right? Like it's not uh, hard for him to show up to the show, you know? Yeah. Oh, not yet. Yeah. None of that is outside of the realm. It's more of AEW doing a television storyline mm -hmm. with a this child as a part of it, right? And I think that a lot of people don't know where it's going, so John they Cone's immediately son, son won a fucking title. <laughs> there you go. That. Also exploitive. I, I, if you I will wanna... say, I will say this: like I've only seen yeah, negative yeah. one on dark, <laughs> and I've only, which is you know, again free on YouTube, so it's not like on TV. And I've seen him in backstage segments on Dynamite. Like that's well, I, really like those after, ratings. Those ratings are really coming in because the kids on the show. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's again that's after John Hubert passed away. Of course, he was like on the main show, but after that, since then, he's never been like on the main show per se. Yeah. At least, not to my knowledge. He's always only he been has. on, on Dynamite or in back segments. He sent out the Dark Order one night on the main event to go mm -hmm. help uh, to, to go help uh, Hangman and stuff like that. The point it's, is, the kids having fun, like. Uh, that's why, sh why should we be yeah. so concerned a way that Amanda Huber and her son want to have their lives yeah. beyond wrestling? Like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the reason why is because people feel the need in today's day and age of social media and everything else to really give their personal opinions on all of that kind of shit. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, the story that Mega Ran was telling me about this woman that basically kind of used the, you know, Black Lives Matter movement and such, uh, and and being a, a person of color and a woman to get an Xbox for free from Microsoft, and then the nightmare that her life turned into simply because she got a free Xbox from Microsoft. Right? The story here, hearing the story made me kind of hate everybody involved. It's not like I was on the, the, the woman's side or Xbox's side or the people who were mad at her side. It just hearing it made me just kind of hate everything and social media and everything like, because it's like, well, I don't like her because of the way she did that just to get some free shit. But then, yeah, those people went way too far. Wait, they contacted like her job. Wait, they sent an ambulance to her house on a health check because they said she was going to commit suicide. What the they, fuck is wrong with people? Like they every step, they doxed the shit out of her basically, yeah. and it's like every step of the story made me just realize how bad we as a society can be. So it kind of just goes back to that whole thing. Just be nice, right? Be nice. Like a family lost the biggest part of of their family. Not only was he, you know the the centerpiece of their family not only was he the the head of the table right he was also you know the breadwinner and all of this other stuff uh if a kid wants to you know honor his father's memory and live out his fantasies a little bit while also you know being uh, on a wrestling stage uh i think we can all just kind of let that one slide 
You know, I think if this is still going on five years from now and the kid's still a non wrestling character running around, and okay, maybe we're getting a little bit out of hand here. This is a little bit ridiculous. Say what you will, but I love Hook. So I am okay with some of these wrestlers' kids <laughs> running around. Not to mention that Dominic Mysterio, one of these days, is going to give me some awesome like DM merchandise in the WWE store. So I'm all fucking down for that too, in a really selfish Greedy way. Greedy bastard. Um, oh yeah, you know it. That's all this is about. It's all about me. God damn it. Uh, but I want to thank you guys so much for listening to episode 437 of the Steel Cage Podcast. And before we go, I want to give us. Uh, I want us all to give our winners of the week. So I will start with you, Neo. Let's start off with your winner of the week. You know, I'll say uh, my winner of the week uh, is um, (laughs) I'm going to get shit for this. Shingo Takagi. (laughs) God. (laughs) The monkeys, Neo. The fucking monkeys. (laughs) <laughs> he had a banger of a match, dude. I don't give. Oh. I'm sorry, man. He had some. No worries. I'll get. I'll get. <laughs> totally perfect, Derek. Uh, God damn it! The, if you if you don't know the he's the a new, beast. No worries. I the get new it. Japan Cup is on and popping, and uh, you know, get your brackets up and running. But Shingo, right now, that monkey man is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't call him that. Don't do that to me. He beat the, I mean, he beat the dog shit out of Okada. And then he, he tried to watch the match with him and, and, and Hiroki Goto. I mean, this fool just puts out bangers anytime, every time. So Shingo is my winner of the week. How old is he, by the way? Because he's really young, right? Yeah, he's pretty damn young, dude. I think, I want to say he's like in his late 20s, early 30s, maybe. Yeah, but he he's got to be a future. Just... You got to be a future champion. Future yeah, man. It was kind of like a, it, was, it was a toss up between he and maybe Cobb in New Japan. But honestly, Shingo's just been rocking it. So. All right. Well, I will turn it over to Uncle Beak. Beak, besides your dog Bronx, who's your winner of the week? Uh, I'm going with somebody who recently announced they're going to be coming out of retirement. So whether this is, you know, always pans out we'll see but x-pac my winner of the week is oh! john waltman he announced that he's gonna be coming out of retirement he recently Seriously? had knee surgery he's on his way to re- road to recovery so it's gonna be a while he said the earliest he'd be returning is probably january of next year but yeah we're, we might see fuck? some x-pac matches is he gonna wrestle with his dog and the baby bjorn in the oh. front like we've seen him every time in public and bronx would be years? a big fan of that hell yeah that's crazy um, all right. Well, I'm going to give a real winner of the week. No offense to the two of you, um, <laughs> but I'm going to give it to Britt Baker because I was going to say, holy shit, but- what a match, right? I think we've already said enough about that match. Definitely check out the main event on AW uh, Dynamite this week. It's incredible. It's violent. It's awful. It's everything that you want uh, in a unsanctioned street mm-hmm. match. Uh, lights out. Lights, bar lights room out. Ball. Are un- lights out un- unsang- unsanctioned on a pole match uh-huh correct um but i think that it's it's it it's weird to have these moments where you watch two women just really beat the shit out of each other and you're like mm, equality you know like <laughs> like it just it feels <laughs> right it feels right to have it be more about the violence than it is about anything else you know and like in this okay. case they have definitely, you know, they focused on, you know, the hatred of these two women and how it's kind of come to this 
uh, pinnacle. I don't want to say climax because that feels dirty. And I will just say that it was a beautiful, uh, beautiful, violent thing. Yeah. The, beautiful, the, violent Lucha thing. The the pinnacle of violence these these warriors put out, man. Like it's it's definitely one for the books. I can't, I mean, this is just the nerd in me, but I wonder, I'm wondering what Melter's going to rate this one. It's not in the Tokyo Dome, so it has to be four stars or less, first of all. 4.7. Symphony of Destruction. 4.75, mm-hmm. maybe, I'm thinking. Because this fine. thing was it pretty much it. a banger. It, you know, I think that it's just one of those matches that, like, it was, it was like opening a fun Christmas gift where someone decided to wrap, like, your present in four boxes. So every time you open it up and think you're getting to the inside, there's another gift there to a wrap. But it was uh, it, it was cool wrapping paper. It wasn't like yeah, just blank boxes. And then when you got to the middle, it was thumbtacks, and you thought it was going to be teeth. Ew. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but thank God for these women. And again, thank God for Thunder Rosa too. I don't want to go without saying that again because I really feel like there's something about the minute that Thunder Rosa showed up in AEW where it felt like the women's division went in the fifth gear. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, hell yeah. I mean, there, there were other women that showed up around that same time, but prior to that, it definitely felt like Britt Baker was the the yeah. shining star in, you know, and, and no offense. It's, I think what it really is, is it's American televised res- wrestling, right? So you can wrestle your ass off. Like some of the women can, or some of the international talent that they've brought in can, but if you're not a character, like Maki Ito, if you're not a character like Thunder Rosa or like Britt Baker, it's hard for us to get behind you in the same way. You know, Rio is an incredible wrestler. Sheeta's an incredible wrestler, but neither of them have very much going on for them aside from the fact that they are very good technical wrestlers, you know? And I just I, I just think you need more, you know? And, and especially with the women's division that's kind of new and starting up, that's that's the one thing that they're missing is just more character and they're they're getting to that point mm-hmm. honestly Britt is they talk about mjf being a star that they've developed and Britt baker really is someone that they've slowly built the character with all the vignettes and everything and yeah. then her wrestling has come along so well and then the fact that she was able to go out there and bust out a bloody brawl like this i was like you got to give your hats off. I'm really yeah. impressed. Let's not forget too, like in the beginning of AEW's uh, infancy, like she was considered a good, a good girl, like a, a face, if you will. Yeah. And all of a sudden just kind of flipped it on his head and, and took it up to 11. Yep. So I'm glad that Britt Baker and, 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 and Reba or rebel are just, you know, do, doing the damn thing. Keep it up. Keep it up. Women. Keep it up. Ladies. You know, I, one thing I want to say about her is you're absolutely right. Like, we met her at Double or Nothing when Ran was doing that after party. Oh, dude, that was it. so fucking cool. And we did we did the sing-alongs and shit, right? Yeah. And and she was absolutely, I think she might have had just a little too much to drink that night, but she yeah, was absolutely the sweetest, nicest person at that, right? You remember mm-hmm. how nice she was? Like, she was I, so cool. I never in a million years imagined her being this, like, good as a as as a heel this diabolical this evil uh this sinister just everything she's been tonight though it was that peak for me like yeah just that that crimson mask uh the shit she was willing to like she's a fucking dentist in real life 
she's gonna go to work tomorrow <laughs> yeah just imagine that like you're going look, dude, look at my dentist she gave me a feeling bro <laughs> it's fucking hilarious to me Awesome. She's gonna go like do real work tomorrow, but anyway, yeah. God well, bless Adam, you, Britt Baker. Adam Cole will take some notes, I hope, because she. <laughs> oh yeah, she did the damn thing. You know what? That's why fucking Kyle Riley isn't showing up at his house is because he knows that he has to deal <laughs> with Adam Cole and Britt Baker's ass. Nobody wants to fucking. No one wants to do that. No one wants to do that. Meanwhile, <laughs> um, Adam Cole is applying Neosporin and Britt Baker's back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Individually pulling out each one of those little bump decks, you know. Oh, shit. Well, thank you guys again so much for listening to episode, what, 437 of the Steel Cage? And I those who watched us on many. Twitch. Yeah, those hey. those three those three viewers now are down to one viewer. We got three, oh, though. Hey. Well, we were Whoever that at one three. guy is, thank you. Appreciate thank you for that. listening. Cool. We appreciate you. You can get us all on, uh, what is it? The, the, the Twitter with the little birdie. Beak is at James Vanderbeek. That's J A I M S Vanderbeek. I am at Cap underscore Caveman with a K. And Neo is at the Neo X with an E C K S at the end and not an X. But of course, all roads lead to at the Steel Cage. Send us an email to podcast at the Steel Josh, do we have any emails? No, we do not. But we will be sent your emails and we promise to read them on this very show. If you're a Twitch follower, you're a Twitch streamer. Yeah. or whatever i don't know i'm old <laughs> i don't know what you are whatever you are send us an email we'd love to yeah. read it we'd love to hear from you send if, us a little thing on the screen and neil might read them if you do the little <laughs> chat with the words yeah. uh whatever send us whatever we'll answer your questions we'll, we'll but, see what we'll see what happens but in the meantime we'll use my twitch channel but maybe we'll have a steel cage one coming up soon so stay tuned stay tuned for that um also please check out the other shows we do on the steelcage.com uh, we are very proud of all of them uh, there's the unfunny nerd tangent with nerds doing their tangents on unfunny things uh, <laughs> you can catch that uh monthly bi-weekly i don't know when it comes on there's this other thing that tim and i do it's a date rating show it's not a date eh, it's it's called dates but it's not about dates it's about snacks um and we rate them but I'll tell you guys of course so you guys can rate it that's what we really want to do is we really want to rate people's dates this is just it's it's step one in our five-step plan to getting to be essentially dateline from them uh, you know uh, what was it people just growing dates and they just rate their dates that they grow there is a date Beautiful shop date. in be, there's a shop that sells dates milkshakes in between here in california let me tell you it's my favorite place to stop. Uh, really? Because I pass by it all the time when I go to California in Dateland, yeah. and I've never stopped there. Dateland. Yes, Dateland, California. The date shake is delicious. You got to stop and try the date shake. Try the date milkshake. Get oh, back sorry. to me. I, I pass Dateland on I my I want to be so dated. Yes. I pass it on the way to Mexico. I'll 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 stop there next time then. Because I've always passed right. it. Like, I don't give a fuck. What the no, you Rate should do it. Dates. Do it just for us. Do it for us and think of us. Uh Derek and Tim eat snacks. We eat snacks. Uh there's other shows, the Hogsman. There's the Matt Mania podcast that I guess Ooh. Neo's a part of. I yeah. don't know. And then there's also um, another one coming out. Hopefully, Steel Cage picks it up. I'm pitching it. It's it's the 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 title is still pending. It's called The Weekly Beef. We're not gonna pick it up. Okay. But I'll yeah, be on. No. I'll be on Twitch on my Twitch no. on Fridays watching Kung Pao. It's not going to be there. You're we're not going to get it there either. We're going to watch Kung Pao this this Friday, and we're going to. Oh, okay. You know, so you can watch it along with us. Well, we'll put that audio somewhere. 
I don't um, even know. Send it to me. <laughs> yeah, it'll be available somewhere. Maybe it'll be available on the steel cage. Who knows? But thank you guys again for listening. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you. We appreciate our Twitch listeners or viewers. Uh, now I have to fucking deal with viewers on here. Yeah, I have yep. to deal with that on the snack thing. Viewing. They're not fucking viewers. They're listeners. If Tim never listens to me about three oh, viewers. Don't even, it's a whole other thing. All right. Well, thank you again for listening to episode 437 or viewing it. And remember, kids, <laughs> get yourself some gear. That's step one. <laughs>